Hey guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown Indianapolis. Get over to Leon Tailoring for that young person who graduated. Congratulations, by the way. And make sure they've got the clothes for that big job interview. Hey, the economy may be good, but you still got to dress for success. And Leon Tailoring, they can help your young person do that with the professional wardrobe and attire that they need. And so all those years of college and getting a degree do not go to waste. So Leon Tailoring, the perfect place to get your young professional off to that start in the world of work. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown Indianapolis. Well, as the campaign season gets underway, we continue our conversation with our various candidates. And joining us in studio right now is Andrew Gravoski. Uh, she is the Republican candidate for the 7th Congressional District, taking on Andre Carson. So, Angela, thank you, for, Andre, thank you very much for being with us. Oh, thank you for having me. Uh, so, why run for Congress? Why would you want to go hang out in a town that basically traded malaria for politics? <laughs> oh, this is a good, good question. Uh, but, you know, I, I can't really answer it in two words, so I'm going to have to give you a little bit of story behind it. Uh, you know, I never thought that I would be running for a public office. But the last two years uh, and everything that I see is happening to the state of Indiana and to the country kind of forced me to look at it much closer. And I feel that it's my responsibility to step up and step out and... You know, go to Washington and fight for the very soul of this country. Uh, when we talk about uh, fighting for the soul of the country, what exactly does that mean? Help us out here a little bit. So, again, going back to my story. So, I was born in Odessa, Ukraine. Uh, lived there for 23 years. Uh, came to the United States, to Indianapolis in 1989, before the wall came down. Uh, came with my family uh, as a political and religious refugee. So, you know, the communists allowed us uh, to take one suitcase per person, 72 bucks per person. We came with no English, not knowing what America was all about, just the hope for a brighter future. Uh, and, uh, you know, for the last 33 years, with help of everybody we met on our ways, um, we made it. So I see that the country is deteriorating, and I want the same country I came to love and understand um, to be there for my children and grandchildren. Um, when we talk about when you came from the Ukraine uh, to here, what was that like for you? How much of a, I, I know this way, how much of a culture shock was it for you? Listen, you know, uh, I tell people we pretty much blocked all of the memories. And I think this is what helped us to not just to survive, but also thrive in this country. Um, we drew the line the day we landed at the Indianapolis airport and we said there is no way back because we lost our citizenship. We couldn't go back. This is our new country. This is our people. And we have to become um, the contributing members of the society. So it was just that one first day and we did what we had to do to survive. So our sponsors was uh, Jewish Federation of Greater Indianapolis. They gave us three months to learn the English and find jobs. <laughs> so, um, and then, um, I mean, the jobs that we found, I worked for 325 an hour, um, cleaning rooms at the Redison Hotel, because by that time, I already had my first degree, which was in nursing, and it was a recession end of 89, beginning of 90, uh, and no English, nobody was hiring me. My husband 
found a job as a assistant to a mechanic for six seventy five an hour. So when you think you know ten bucks an hour, we did pretty well, <laughs> and uh, we just wanted to feed our family, create a strategy, create a path to success. We were very. Uh, lucky to find the mentors who explain to us what American society is all about, what capitalism is all about, and how to get from the point A to point B. Uh, and for us, uh, it was primarily hard work, uh, perseverance. You know, people say um, lots of sweat and tears. <laughs> Let me tell you, there were tears. Uh, but um, uh, again, we, we had small goals and we had large goals. Uh, and uh, with the help of everybody, we were able to make it. Uh, so what else, what else do you want to know? <laughs> that voice you hear is Angela Grabowski. Angela is the seventh is the Republican candidate uh, in the seventh congressional district. Uh, so we're over on the, on the program today. She's running against Andre Carson in, in November. Um, Angela, uh, what are some of your positions on uh issues these days uh, because obviously uh, we got the the inflationary issue that's popped up we had the Supreme Court come down with a decision on, on abortion basically turn it back to the states so let's start with how would you deal with like I said you no know, inflation and gas prices okay so uh, over the I'm a board certified financial planner and a wealth manager this is what I do for a living over the last 25 years I've built uh, a pretty significant size company in Indianapolis that is serving individuals and the businesses in the area so we advise them on how to make smart choices about their money so I think I can take my experience my Northwestern MBA <laughs> to Washington uh, they really need somebody who understands the budget and who understands that printing the money uh, especially in the amounts that they have been printing is not good for our economy. So when you're talking about the inflation, um, at this point of time, it's very hard. Uh, Biden is not going to reverse uh, his policies. I think everything started with his policy uh, regarding the energy. So we were energy independent and now we're not now we're begging countries in the middle east that don't necessarily like us uh and maybe even uh iran and south america uh for more oil the war with ukraine definitely doesn't help and i heard today that he's planning on going indefinitely <laughs> with that war for as long as it continues so Federal Reserve uh, is trying to raise rates um, based on what they're saying. They're probably going to raise rates again, uh, 0.75 uh, next month, which means that the money is going to get more expensive. Businesses are not going to be as readily uh, applying for loans. So the cost of capital is going to get more expensive, and we're probably going to go into the recession. So within the next couple of days, we're going to know how the second quarter quarter looks like, but the first quarter was negative GDP growth. And uh, again, definition of recession, two negative uh, quarters. So I think it's going to happen. Uh, I think the markets are probably going to drop another uh, 20%. So people should be, again, making good financial decisions uh, with their personal finances and be ready for a slowdown uh, in the economy. Uh, 
in order to control inflation, we have to stop printing money, live within our means, just like we do it at home, and try to get our debt down. So $31 trillion in debt is too much, in my opinion. So this is, uh, again, you, you can only ba- balance the budget to control the inflation. So other issues, uh, you, you were asking... Uh, we had the Supreme Court uh, this uh, just this last week. Uh, we were out. Uh, come back with a ruling on Roe Ro versus Wade. Basically, saying there's no federal, no constitutional right to an abortion. Turn it back over to the states. You got different states doing different things. Uh, your your thoughts on what do you think should happen here in Indiana? I've heard. Uh, I think you on uh, the radio yesterday that nobody in our state legislation was able to give an answer other than just one person. So now we know that it's up to the states. They're going to be making a decision. I was hoping that it's going to be made uh, next week, but they postponed it until the 25th. Uh, it's, of course, open for the debate. But we have we have to be ready for whatever is happening. And again, looking at the overall issue, uh, we're going to have to support expectations mothers, we're going to have to spend more money on health care. We're going to have to spend more money on the parental leave. Uh, we're going to spend more money on helping um, the members of our society who are raising these children with financial support. Uh, so we have to be ready uh, to have the conversation on how to support uh, the women and uh, how to help them. Our guest on the program today is Angela Grabowski. Angela is a seventh congressional candidate, uh, candidate in the seventh congressional district. There we go. I can talk today. Uh, taking on Andre Carson. Um, Angela, uh, Mary County is very Democratic, very, very blue. Uh, so how do you win as a Republican? So seventh district was redistricted um, at the beginning of the year, and it goes into the effect next January. Uh, now it includes six townships. It's full Lawrence, full Pike. Washington Township uh, Center, Wayne and Warren. And uh, what we have been able to see in the voting patterns is that people are fed up with both parties uh, and they're beginning to vote for the person, right? So more and more people are reaching out, more and more people want to know what the person stands for uh, individually. Uh, you know, again, I said in the last two years, we've seen um, this division, and it, it, it didn't start two years ago. It started a long time ago. Uh, one party went too far right, one party went too far left, but most of the Americans, they're in the middle, leaning a little bit to the right, leaning a little bit to uh, the left. But we need somebody in Washington who is just the common sense uh, person. I'm not a politician. This is my first try. Uh, I, I'm a businesswoman. I know how to help people to see what America is all about, what capitalist system is all about, how to build business, how to be successful within your family, whether you build your own business or you work for somebody else. So my goal is, again, to reach out to um, the voters in the Marion County and talk to them about the current leadership. Uh, I think that Carson has been in uh, that seat for 14 years now. 
and hasn't done much. I don't think people understand that since he started, only two bills that, that he proposed actually became a law. One is to change uh, a name on a federal building, and one is to name the month of November a National Pancreatic Cancer Month. I'm sure it's very important, but uh, how is it helping people in the center township, in the Wayne, in any time, in the Marion County? Um, you can see that, uh, again, policies of the progressive left, and this is where he is right now, and he is moving further, further to the progressive left, radical left, I would say, uh, are affecting the country. Look at what's happening with crime, right? You, so you mentioned um, what issues we have. We have the issues with economy. We have the issues with $5 a gallon of gas. We have the issues with food that is skyrocketing. Sometimes you can't even find the food that you wanted to buy in the stores. It's like a deja vu for me uh, from the former Soviet Union. You go to the store and there is nothing there. So uh, slowly but surely, U.S. is becoming USSR. Um, we have issues uh, some of the social issues that, of course, everybody's touching upon, but good discussion is good for everybody. We have issues with crime. Indianapolis, uh, again, I've heard you talking to Pastor Harrison uh, the other day. A uh, hundred murders, uh, six months of this year. So, yes, uh, we need the laws and the rules that are coming from federal and local levels uh, to prevent crime from happening. We also need to get uh, everybody who commits the crime off the streets. Uh, this is why I'm strongly supporting Cindy Carrasco, who is running for the prosecutor in the Marion County, and her stands on no uh, bail or low bail. But then again, it's coming from the federal level. The I feel that the ideology is taking over this country. Okay, so it's uh, it's the same thing that we've lived through for many many years. It's not about the people anymore. It's about that one goal to get to somewhere, no matter what it takes, right? And I think that this is what Democrats are doing. I mean, look at what's happening with education. Uh, I mean, schools in the Marion County are failing. They're closing. So the teachers' unions are in charge of the kids' education, and three out of five kids in the Marion County can't read or write at their grade level. Um, yeah, Carson is not doing anything about it, and um, a lot of other Democrats either. So think about um, immigration, 76 thousand Hispanics in the area, okay, uh, based on the last census. Um, my understanding is if they filled out the census, they can vote. <laughs> and only 2% of them are voting. Uh, they don't believe in the government. They don't believe that they will ever be able to get out of the shadow and have that path to the brighter future. I want to reach out to uh, all of the immigrant communities in the Marion County. I've heard that there are 152 languages spoken in the Marion County, the most diverse uh, district uh, in Indiana. So uh, there are issues galore. 
Uh, got just a couple minutes left here. I want to ask this. Andrew Grabowski, uh, our guest on the program today. Uh, everybody who's elected official kind of runs through here. And so your people should have probably warned you I was going to ask this question. What's your position on legalized marijuana, particularly at the federal level? <laughs> as far as I know, House already voted on it. So, again, I, I'm coming into this from personal experience. So having Does it put on your purse right now? Uh, no, no. But uh, listen, uh, I used to work as a nurse in oncology. So I did oncology, bone marrow transplant before I changed my profession and became a financial advisor. So, I, and I saw the use of medical marijuana and how difficult it was to get. It was a long time ago. It's much easier right now. Uh, I completely agree with medical marijuana uh, but at this when you're talking about recreational use it's all over us it's uh, in Illinois it's in Ohio it's everywhere so people who want it they will get it one way or the other so we might as well get some tax dollars from uh, growing and selling marijuana products uh, final question for you uh so what is your goal for the course of the summer before we get into the general campaign season come September? What is my goal? Yeah. What what, what, you, what's, your, what's your political game plan between now and September? Oh, goal. So I, I have uh, a pretty good team that we put together. <laughs> uh, and again, it's the outreach, number one to all of the communities, to all of the religious communities within uh, the district, all of the immigrant communities, we have to start having the conversation. I think that Democrats completely abandoned uh, the um, voters, the residents of Marion County, and unfortunately Republicans have not knocked on a lot of doors there. So we will be knocking on the doors. We will be sending them the information, and I would encourage everybody uh, to start asking questions. I hope that I will be able to get the questions uh, or questions answered. I don't have all the answers, just like all of the politicians, but uh, we should be open for the discussion. All right. So, well, I guess in the room today has been Angela Grabowski. She is a Republican candidate for the 7th Congressional District here in Indianapolis. Well, Angela, thank you very much for being with us. Always good to chat with you. Look forward to chatting with you again real soon. Thank you. Appreciate it. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.